0: Is the Art of Charm. Learn everything you need to know to crush it in business, love, and life. The Art of Charm is where ordinary guys become extraordinary men. Welcome to The Art of Charm. I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best minds in the industry to teach you how to crush it in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise and packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a concise curriculum. We've created one of the premier lifestyle programs available anywhere, and it's free. This is the show we wish we had a decade ago. Make sure to stay up to date with everything going on here and get some great content, free stuff that we don't or can't share on the show by signing up to the newsletter at theartofcharm.com. And the show, of course, is about you. We're here to help you become the best you can be in every area of your life. And if you're new to the show, but you want to know where to begin or find out more about what we teach here at AOC, well, you're in the right place, because this is one of the toolbox episodes where we teach you some fundamentals. We've got other fundamentals episodes, toolbox episodes, we call them, such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality, dating and attraction, business networking and negotiation, relationship management, breakups, all kinds of stuff that we wish we'd learned and mastered years ago. And of course, you can go to the website and we'll email you a starter kit of all the top shows here on theartofcharm.com. Now, we've got our live programs running every single week here in Los Angeles, California. In fact, we've got guys from multiple countries, as usual, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and uh, I believe Denmark. But I always, uh, you know, I should probably ask him because I I've been, assumed he was from Denmark, but he may very well be from Sweden. Sorry about that. But anyway, as you can see, we got the international thing going on, and our details on our Art of Charm boot camps are available at theartofcharm.com slash bootcamp. Give us a call or email me, Jordan at com. I read everything, and I'm looking forward to meeting you here at AOC. Today we're talking about finding that third place, and this is sort of a sort of a psychological concept. Home is the first place, work is the second place, but where's that? Where's that? Cheers, that hangout spot where you can hang out, feel where everybody knows your name. and uh, This is psychologically important. There's new research that backs it. We're going to talk about how to find the right place for you, screening the right kind of place in, how to make yourself at home there, and why this is beneficial for you, of course. And uh, the benefits of this are sort of hard to ascertain until you have it going. And, if, and everybody who has one of these sort of realizes how important this is in their life. But if you don't have one, this could very well change your life. So enjoy this Toolbox episode with Johnny and AJ, Head instructor here at the Art of Charm. So one of the things that uh, you actually brought up earlier o- offline was that the the importance of what what's called a third place. So your first place being your home, your second place being wherever you work. Usually most people don't work from home. And then your hangout spot, your third place. Absolutely. And, and it's like psychologically important, right? There's new science that says that this is a real thing that you need.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's... There's a sociologist named Ray Oldenburg who put a book together called The Great Third Place, and I had just finished it. And it was, which was really neat for me because I've always had a third place. The hangout was really important to my family. It's also been very important in uh, a lot of Western cultures, especially places like France and England. France mm-hmm. had their coffee shops, England had pub culture. And there's reasons why it flourished, and there's reasons why today, It's disappearing, and uh, as we have boot camps and we have guys come through, uh, what I learned about them, and it's, it's a reality of it, is that a lot of guys don't have a third place nor know how important it is to their social life, so I'd like to talk about that today.
0: Awesome. So, first things first, why is it so important? Because it seems like, can't you just relax at home? I mean, obviously, you're not relaxing in your office, but can't you just chill at home or can't you just go anywhere? And relax, or why does it have to be the same place?
1: There's things that you, can, you can't you can do. You can do in a third place that you can't do at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things is being around other people, community, and not have to worry about what's going on and who's taking your TV out the door <laughs> and the rest of those things. It's a place for you to blow off steam that you can't do at home. You can't leave work, come home, and go off on your wife about how bad the day was every day of your life.
0: Right, yeah. Not recommended.
1: <laughs> it's it's so uh, It encompasses venting and celebrating
0: and all these things, and we're going to get to that today. Okay, so what sort of places make a good third place? And you mentioned France's coffee shops. Um, I'm thinking like a bunch of people hanging out at the barbershop, bitching and whining about, I can't even believe blah, 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 like that all the time. Sure. Anything else?
1: Well, there's you know what? We're going to let's skip over. Let's go to criteria what what makes a great third place. Okay. And then we'll talk about our own third places and that sort of thing. That works. Um so there's there's four criteria that make a great third place. And one of the most important things is it's a leveler. No one is more important than anybody else except for maybe the guy managing it who's right. serving you. It is Joe the milkman and Bill the attorney are the same person when it comes to a third place. Uh, their both of their words and what they're there for is the same as anybody else's. And that
0: is that's the first criteria of a great third place. So like social class disappears or you're like your work, your Absolutely. identity outside of that place is irrelevant.
1: Yes, you're just a member of the community. Right. Okay. Point. And treated treat as equal. And tweet is equal. The other important thing is the most, the primary reason you're there is conversation, whatever that conversation looks like, whatever it takes hold as. But that is the main focus why everyone is there to uh, verbally exercise, linguistically, however that looks. Okay. Whether it's shit talking, venting, uh, laughing, storytelling, everything. Uh, The next piece is that no matter what, that when you go there, you know that you're going to see people that you know. In fact, to such a degree that if I if I had went there several times this week and I haven't seen AJ, I'm like, well, where the hell is he at? I might want to give him a call and check in on him to make sure he's all right, because right. the third place is is about community. The fourth criteria is there's no real structure of what's going on, so anything can happen. Right? And if there is like there's, there's some games, maybe there's some billiards or a dartboard, but it's hopes to help out conversation, which is the main. There's an openness to yes. the environment, too. Okay. So,
0: yeah, so it's like uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse for adults. Got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, what I wanted to go back to is, um, you know, my my family, there, th- a third place was always uh, very important in my family. In fact, my grandfather growing up, he was the manager of the dive bar in town that like everyone hung out at. And if, in fact, I would go there um, during the weekday uh, weekend afternoons while he would set up or clean up from the night before, and he was getting prepared the night for the night of. And to me, as a you know, you're nine years old, but what do you see? The flashing lights of the pinball game, the the flashing neon lights above the bar, the pool table. As a kid, you're like. What is this great cool place, and why am I not allowed to hang
2: out here? Yeah, and off limits.
1: Out, it's off limits, but you got to see it during the daytime. And then, of course, you know my my dad's band used to play there on the weekends, and that's where everyone would go. And everyone in my family hung out there. And, and in fact, you know, in other cultures such as um, as England, my friend um, was here visiting, and she spends half the year in London and half the year in Los Angeles. And it was about two months in and she called me on a Sunday afternoon and she says, Hey, uh, would you mind meeting me, uh, um, at the corner bar? I'm kind of homesick. And it was, i was actually a Sunday. I wasn't feeling too bad. So I went out and we hung out and had a few pints and I was like, well, what is it about, you know, England, you miss so much in uh, London. And she's like, well, it's pub culture. And I'm like, well, isn't that sort of what we're doing here? And she's like, well, it's a little bit different, you know, in London, every block You know, every little neighborhood has its pub, and on Sundays the whole all of the neighborhood is there. It's community—the children, the dogs, and everyone's eating and celebrating. And sure, everyone there's a lot of drinking going on, but that's not the primary reason they're there. The primary reason is community. And this is as we go back to what Ray Oldenburg is—a lot of places in America. Uh, it's not even zoned in your neighborhood to have a corner bar right, at the end yeah. of the
0: block. Yeah.
1: So you don't know what Jim is up to or Mark is up to. Um, in fact, you spend a lot of money and resources, so you don't have to know.
0: Right, so you don't have to deal, right, you get a big
1: fence. <laughs> but, but, the, but that also is an opportunity to get you in trouble, because if you don't know what's going on with your neighbors, if you don't know what's going on in the neighborhood, you're a bit out
0: of touch as well. Um, but we'll we'll get into all that. Yeah, it's, it's funny you should mention the England thing because I I I get a lot of you know I run the social media accounts for AOC and I get followers on Twitter that are like their their Twitter description is like the Kensington Arms uh, Butler and the Chef and then like some soccer team and I'm like what the hell is that? So one time I saw that a million times you know different sort of weird cryptic references and I asked the guy what what is that all about? A guy registered for an AOC workshop. It's like I noticed that in a lot of people's Twitter. Profiles And he's like, well, I don't know what it is for other people, but for me, this is where I go to watch every Arsenal game. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, so they're repping their pub and their football team sure. Absolutely. equally hard. Like, you, Absolutely. you're not just an Arsenal fan. You're an Arsenal fan that watches Arsenal That's at where the Kensington you Arms. Yeah. Uh
1: AJ, I know in, in talks with you about this sort of thing, you mentioned that your family had always had a place to go.
2: Yeah, for us, it was always church-related. Yeah, uh, was raised Catholic, so it was always church outings and church events that would sort of spill over into a hall, and yeah, they'd have beer for the guys and sure. bingo and stuff like that. So it was always, again, centered around the community that was within the church. And we don't really have a whole lot of this anymore. Well,
1: right? you can't really make money off of it. Like, let let's just say, if why well, put a bar or a bowling alley in a block when I can turn it into a mega mall and Right and now we we have this forced commun uh consumerism rather than forced community
0: right right okay,
1: so it's it, that's a big deal and the, the other thing is you know i don't want to get too much into why like what it's doing to community, but I think it it should be said so everyone is aware right and the idea of abuse doesn't take place unless there's isolation, so if I can isolate a community from itself. I could then market to that. So if, to like, if you don't want to be bored, right, then I'll get, you buy this television, you buy this surround sound, you get this direct TV package, and now you have no reason to mingle with your neighbors and not know what's going on, and now community is gone, and now you're isolated, and now I can put you in, I can fear monger to you. Um, I, there's all these sorts of things that advertising does to us. And one of the things is, we, we see it all the time, and a lot of people come in with a scarcity mentality. But if you're not, if you don't have community, it's very easy to put yourself in scarcity.
2: Yeah. 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 I can see that. So it's important that we at least realize that we may have to hunt these out a little bit more, right? They're not marketed to us, they're not in our face, but nope. you can find them in every community. So, how do we start doing this? I mean, obviously, the.
0: The problem of not having it becomes readily apparent, and and I can see it becoming a little bit more degenerative as as time goes on.
1: Well, sure, right. If, let's just say if, if I, let's talk about Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Why would I put a dive bar in in a corner when I can put a bottle service bar club in, yeah. and make a lot yeah. more money? Uh, you know, and that's and of course that's going to be a flash in the pan. Whereas, though, that's going to make my money. Your dive bar can be there for eighteen years and do what it's always done. And then also
0: support, you know, uh, the, the, the the community around it. Although I noticed that Angels and Kings is like the taco hut or some crap right now. Well, that was a corporate. Order. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> a true dive bar. <laughs> Fake dive bar. <laughs> engineered dive bar. So how do we start to reverse this process? Like, what do we look AJ had mentioned we have to hunt this down a little bit. I mean, where do we begin?
1: Well what's important about this is a lot of guys who are now leaving the suburbs because it's going to be near impossible to find that in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you get your job in the city and there's all this gentrification, um, it's important to find out what those places are. And as we gave you the criteria, right? The leveler and a place for conversation, certainty for familiar faces. And that means you're going to have to put yourself there and become a regular and meet everybody and be social and once again, we talked about adding value mm-hmm. to where we are. Uh, th- these places do exist, but it's important to find them. You know, if the club across the street is always there, you know, it's going to be hard for you to become a regular when there's bottle service going on and the whole hierarchy of that place changes. Right, right? sure. Everyone now is on a different level, and either to be cool, you have to spend a lot
0: of money. And right. that's, that
1: doesn't happen in a third place.
0: Right, right. It's not because it's the opposite. of. There's no leveler there. It's the unleveler. Yeah, you you pay to remove the leveler. Right, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. how ironic. Back to AJ and Johnny in the third place. So, I mean, but as I said,
1: these places can be anything. It could be a cafe. um, It could be a bowling alley. Uh, it could be the dive bar. It could be a meetup group. A meetup group, a barbershop. I mean, there's there's plenty of, It's just, but you have to then put yourself out there to find it. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier of finding a place in your neighborhood that's close to you that has those qualities. And why is that important is we all know that we're busy after an eight, 10-hour day of work. I don't want to have to travel 20 minutes to my third place. Your third place should be at the end of the block where you can walk to and meet up for a cup of coffee or a pint.
0: And And meet people who who live nearby you. Absolutely. And that's the most important thing. So how do we make a place our third place, especially if we don't live in a city where there is something just right at the end of the block? Well, it's definitely
1: you want to start going on the 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 off times of that place when it's a little bit slower, where you are able to talk to the staff, which is extremely important. Uh, the staff of uh, being a th- having a third place means the staff knows your name, the bartender knows your name. And it's then, cheers! Yeah, cheers! Yeah, sure. Everybody absolutely. knows your name, and if then if it's Saturday night and it's three rows back the place is packed out but bartender sees you your drinks going on the bar that's when you know you have a third place
2: okay but you can't do that on a saturday night you can't establish a third place on a saturday night you right. cannot because you're just going to
0: you're just in one of the waves one of the unwashed masses in that place and and
1: once again we're talking about investing in an establishment it's it's an investment in your social life so you should feel good about stopping it. And it doesn't mean you're getting hammered on a Tuesday night. It means you're going out Tuesday night. having Optional. A, having, exactly. Having two beers, chatting up the bartender, leaving a decent
0: tip, and let them know you're new in town and you'll be seeing them around. Perfect. All right. And so we go on off nights so that it's quiet. We introduce ourselves to the staff. What else?
2: Well, you can start by bringing people that matter to you there, right? Okay. Adding to the environment bringing people in your network to that spot. So inviting friends.
1: Absolutely. And obviously, you want to be careful of that you don't want to bring the kind of guys who are going to make you look bad in your third place. Right. You want to make sure that you're bringing guys who are going to help you look good, who are going to bring energy, who are going to tip well. And of course, the bartenders and the staff, they know who's coming in. They have to pay attention to these things. If they don't, it's very easy to let a, a, a night get out of hand. So they know who's coming in. They know who's bringing value and who's bringing in trouble
0: right so yeah you don't want to bring in the crazy date that you you find out it has a total problem and like causes drama passes out on the bathroom floor locks yourself in there and starts throwing
2: cups around and you also don't want to be that person right (laughs) some of our listeners are the guys who who up at a bar and four shots later they're causing Mm -hmm. havoc
1: and and the other thing is remember your your third place doesn't have to be anything sexy in fact it shouldn't be Right. What matters is that there's community that you feel good going there and that you're comfortable there. So if you're on a date, you don't take your date to the third place. You maybe have some dinner. Maybe you're going to the movie or some other event. That's your date. Where do you end up afterwards with your date? To have a relaxing drink where she can see you, uh, with your diplomacy with other people, Mm -hmm. other guys, other men, as we talked about
0: um, uh, in the moving to a new area. All right. And what about what do we do on busy nights like what if we create this third place and then we go in there and it's like jam-packed ass to elbow do we change the way that we operate in there i mean it seems unrelaxing
1: well it's it's now become your playground the staff knows you the bartenders know you it's it's in fact it could even be your place of hosting and we talk about having a party bubble introducing the other few regulars that you know to some other new people that are in there um it's it's and what's really important about a third place is, I, we don't talk about it as "let's go to this place," right? Let's go to this place. We talk about it as "let's go to our place,"
0: right? Because of that, the other people in the circle—it's a part of the community. It's like when you watch, um, not Fre- yeah, friends, yeah, friends—they're in that central Perk coffee shop. Oh, sure,
1: exactly. But it, the best part about it is, if I'm—if it's my place and it's AJ's place and it's your place, right? Neither of us are going to ass off in there, or nor are we going to let that happen.
0: Right, because it's our place. It's We're a controlled gonna, environment.
1: It's a controlled environment. We're going to protect it, and 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 others should feel a little bit odd being there because it's not there. It's not
0: their place. Yeah, it's our place. Interesting, and you hear that you do hear about that in places like France and maybe even England, where like you're sitting down eating, and someone's like, "This is my table," and you're like, "What are you talking about? I've been here for an hour," <laughs> you know. And it's like, "Well, this is where I always sit." And yeah. in America, people would be like, "You're crazy." But over there, it's like, no, this is where I I spend six hours a day in this place. Like, get the <laughs> hell off my table. I can definitely see that. And and uh, what's the place in in uh, How I Met Your Mother? Right there at that bar downstairs. Oh, always. Yeah. Every Every sitcom has a,
2: a place. Third place. It's a Seinfeld most si- restaurant. Yes. Most sitcoms revolve around a third place. Yeah. Interesting. And yet, most of us well, don't have one. <laughs> but that's why, that's why we love them so much. We get our fix on a third place through TV. TV. That's how they've replaced our third place. Oh, that's weird. And where else could
1: they show all these different things happening? They can't show these different things happening at somebody's house because people don't feel comfortable to do that there. At a third place where it's several different people's places, they feel comfortable acting out, carrying on conversation. And it's the best place where... You know, I can speak whatever I want about anything and blab my mouth and you
0: have the right to tell me I'm full of shit. Right. And vice versa. Right. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, you see you see things like that when people are really into their third place. Like there's Christmas dinner there, like on Christmas Eve earlier than regular dinner or maybe the day before. And everybody's there. Well, if I'm at my place and I'm running my mouth, you'd probably be like, I'd tell him
1: he's full of shit, but it's his house. It's his house. He can say whatever he wants. He <laughs> can say whatever right. he wants. Right. We can't do that our third place. <laughs> the leveler. The leveler. The leveler. Yeah.
0: All right. What, what other things we need to do? We know we got to be regulars. We bring in our friends. The staff is our friends. We tip well. What other kind of behavior do we need to be mindful of? I hear this all the time. And guys,
1: don't feel comfortable going out alone. And when you're looking for a third place, you shouldn't feel that way because that's what a third place is all about. Okay. So that you can go alone. Right. It shouldn't
2: <laughs> be dreadful. You should actually look forward to going there.
1: Absolutely. So, how do you do this? Walk in. The best place to sit is just grab yourself a stool at the bar. There's plenty of guys who it's their third place. They would love to have you as long as you're cool. And once you're at the bar sitting, you can chat with whoever pops up next to you, say a hello, say a, a witty banter line and start making it your own and mm-hmm. if, if you've already been there a few times during the week you coming in grabbing a seat saturday at the bar bartender giving you a wink you're like i'm
0: in mm-hmm. I,
1: i'm feeling good
0: reminds and- me of uh what was that place we used to go to in new york that irish place that we always went to and we always got the first round and we never had to wait for service ulysses in the name- ulysses right i can't believe i forgot <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go, you can go by yourself, grab a stool, cheers everybody around you. And no matter and you're no longer a weirdo for doing that.
1: And no matter how you feel inside, you need to fight that because there's nothing wrong about that. And I, and it will seem weird, but don't allow that fear and emotions get to you. Right, you've been programmed to not accept community. You've been programmed for scarcity. We have to go back out now and remind ourselves of, and get comfortable with abundance.
2: And it's about the fundamentals, sitting down with a smile, making eye contact, keeping your energy up, and adding to the interaction.
1: Absolutely. And the, if the bar's on tender, sees you bobbing your head to the music, singing some words, smiling, high-fiving somebody when a song comes on, you are adding great energy to that environment. They are going to want you there because – and once again, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, socially, it, things go top down. They don't, not like evolution is built from bottom up. Socially, everything's top down. So who is the first person that people are going to be look like, look to about how to act? And that's going to be the bartender or manager. Usually that's one of the same, right? Then it's going to be, how do the locals act and the regulars act at that establishment? And that's the cue. And of course, the bartender, the manager. They are going to want regulars and locals there that are keeping everyone cheerful, keeping everything. And fun, not causing problems, and not, not causing- getting
2: involved with security, not having to get thrown out, being belligerent.
1: Absolutely. So uh, it's, it starts there. And, and as I said, they would love to have that energy there. If you bring it, you're always. Well, as,
2: as a former bartender, Johnny, how boring are off nights uh. when, when there's no regulars and no one's adding to the energy?
1: it's awful and it's 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 hurting for your morale
2: of w- wanting to be there and it's and it's hurting to the people that you have to interact with and sure enough right you add to your interactions as a bartender make a tuesday or wednesday night go a little smoother and and how much uh bourbon do you get poured the next time you're in <laughs> <laughs> oh exactly i mean you we want you there you're the guy who make who's making
1: it happen for everybody else and the bartender is—he's also going to feel that to make this evening, it's all on him. So if he has people helping him, you're going to be getting some free drinks.
2: So we mentioned party bubble, but we didn't really go into that. Can you explain party bubble?
1: Well, it's just—you know—you're going to make that area, which is arms length around you, your area, and those who come into it get a high or a high five or a cheers, and from there you can spark conversation. Obviously. If they're trying to make eye contact with the bartender to get that next drink, you should be aware of that. But but it's totally all right to, to cheers and, and say what's up and spread cheer to those around you getting a drink. And, in fact, once again, as I said, bartender sees you doing this a couple times, putting on some smiles with some other patrons. Uh, you're going to get that
0: extra drink. Excellent. So can we get kind of a checklist of... What we need to do, like what we need to look for, how we need to handle ourselves just so guys can be like, okay, I'm going to go and do this. Because I think a lot of people, especially like what we just talked about, who moved to a new place are like, what am I going to freaking do tonight and forever? Well, the other thing I want to,
1: before we get into that is one thing, now that you met the staff. Now you've met the regulars, you have an instant social circle, you know where to find these uh, th- these people, uh, but you're also gonna be invited into the world. And a lot of bars have sports connected to them, arts connected to them, and this becomes very important. Right, you're those
2: now, third places add to the community, participate absolutely. in charitable things, volunteer, sure. and you're gonna now be looped in with that bar family.
1: Absolutely, and it's, and it's great, you're instant uh, friends. And the other thing is, Once that's happening, now all of a sudden you find yourself, especially if you listen to the last podcast or the other podcast in this series, which was meeting people in a new town, right? right? And so we have all that working for us. We have that system set up now and now we're at our third place. You're going to find that you don't really have time now. If it's Saturday night and you go, well, I can either go to this event that I've never checked out before and it could be bad or I can go to my third place where I know I'm going to see all the rest of my friends and I'm going to join myself, right? Yeah. So how do you go about this? Well, you know third place is always going to be there. So you, you section off an hour and a half of, here's the hour and a half that I have to go to explore to explore Brian's event. I'm going to check out Brian's event tonight. He's having a poetry reading. Don't know what it's going to be like, hoping it's cool. right? He gets an hour and a half of my time, especially because he's come to my, some of my events. So now I show up. I I make appearance, and if I have a great time, guess what? I'm going to have a couple more drinks and chat up some people. But after an hour and a half, if I'm not really enjoying myself, I know I still have another hour and a
2: half back at my third or place. Or if I met some cool people, I'm going to invite them to my third place. Absolutely.
1: And now they're coming in. They see you getting drinks right off the bat. The place is busy. And and, the, and the, the world that you've created for yourself there. And it's just going to add to why you're that much more attractive and appealing for everyone around you. So the the just to recap things that you want to look for in a great third place is you know, that you are comfortable, that you can relax, because that's where you're going to be your best and most out, so, um, uh, outgoing. Make sure it plays the sorts of music that you like, that um, you're comfortable with. It's also that's going to uh, bring in a certain clientele. You want to make sure that the people you want to meet Or hanging out at your third place. And a a great third place is going to have a wide array of different people. But you want different folks feeling comfortable that they can go there. And, of course, the last one, as we mentioned, distance. It's got to be close by so you feel good that you just got off work, but you're going to make an appearance to see your bartender friend, see the waitress girl, and talk to a few friends and and get out of there after a few pints.
0: Awesome. Uh, I think it's a wrap. I never really think about this stuff, but it's definitely important to go back to the community angle, especially if you just move to another town, you're brand new. So hopefully this has been useful. And I think even if you don't end up getting one specific third place because you've lived in the same place for a long time, you can start to treat your own neighborhood like this if you haven't been in the past. I mean, we've all sort of done that thing where you go to the same place for lunch, but yet you don't say hi to people or you don't know any of the names of the people that serve you because now you're like, ugh, it's just getting awkward. You know, I shouldn't do it. And and you realize, wait a minute, I, I come here all the time and I just haven't participated in the community. Sure, absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It's a... It's an interesting phenomenon, right? Like you don't think you need this and then you get one and you're like, oh man, where you been all my life? It's really something that we've noticed in uh, American society sort of lacks this compared to a lot of other cultures. You see a lot of other places, a lot of other countries, people hang out at restaurants, bars, coffee shops all the time. And in the United States, we just kind of float around and I think- that lack of community, we're we're worse off because of it. So I hope you dug this Toolbox episode. And of course, the show's a fanarchy, which means it's run by you. We rely on you to help keep our finger on the pulse. So if you know someone who's a good fit for the show, let me know. I'm Jordan at theartofcharm.com. And our bootcamp details available at theartofcharm.com slash bootcamp. And remember, subscribe to the show, write us a nice review, and I'll love you forever. And it also helps us outrank some of the schmucky schmucks that uh, do the the secret underground black hat marketing to get their shows to the top of the ranks we need you to help support us and have our back special thanks to the jasons for their help in production of the art of charm podcast and go ahead and tell your friends because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else either in person or shared on the web now have a great week and leave everything and everyone better than you found them thanks for listening to the art of charm get more confidence relationship skills life hacks and everything for the extraordinary man at the art of charm podcast.com